I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Coming to you live from the studio of WVFV, Voice for Victory Radio, your host, Pastor Jeremy Coburnett, joins you today for a special broadcast of The Winning Side. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, May 11th, and we're glad to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast here uh, out of uh, Victory Baptist Church. This is our church, and the radio is a ministry of this church, WVFV 95.9 FM. And thank you for listening by way of radio. Uh, I know many folks listen by radio, and the way I know that is because people tell me. They say, hey, I was listening on the radio. I heard it on the radio the other day or whatever. And so we're glad for those folks listening, those that are listening on the radio app, and those listening on our podcast, we welcome you. We're glad to have you with us today. And then those watching on Facebook, I think we got the video fixed for today. And we're glad to have you. And then those that are watching on YouTube, we welcome you. All you high-tech folks out there, um, we, um, we, we're working on it. We're trying to figure out how to become like you. But uh, we are glad you're listening and watching today. Happy birthday today to um, well, one of our neighbors, uh, Miss Rosalie Hammock. Her birthday is today, and I hope she has a great day. Happy birthday today to Amy Myrick, and happy birthday today to Miles Orese. I hope you folks have a great day today. Uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. Of course, it's our midweek service here at Victory Baptist Church, 7 o'clock. What we're doing is we're adding to our midweek service. We are adding our kindergarten graduation for Victory Christian Academy. And uh, that it'll all start at 7. The kindergarten graduation part, I think it's going to be about 15 to 20 minutes uh, of the service. We'll still, we'll be done. It'll be about an hour service total like it normally is on a Wednesday night. Uh, but it's going to be great. We'll be on the radio. We'll be live streaming. And uh, best of all, it'll be in person and uh, I've enjoyed these last few days. We've had the practices, and I've gotten to hear the students uh, say their verses, and uh, they're singing their songs, and it's amazing. They're reading out of a book. We're talking about kindergarten, and uh, it's amazing. Uh, we are so blessed to have such good teachers, to have a good school, and, uh, and parents that are supportive, and parents that are uh, willing to put their children in a Christian school, and we're just thankful for what God has done. That's the uh, the bottom line is that if it weren't for the Lord, none of this would even be possible, of course, and He receives all the glory, and He's been so good to us. I'm so uh, thankful for that tonight. So don't miss tonight, and then also Friday night will be our high school graduation, and uh, those, are, uh, those are our seniors that will be graduating, and uh, they know how to read, too. That's amazing, right? And uh, they won't be reading for, well, they might be reading. They each have some speeches, but uh, it'll be great. Kindergarten graduation tonight at 7, and then Friday night at 6.30 will be our high school graduation, and uh, we are so excited about that. Be in prayer for uh, our church. Pray for our school. Uh, pray for our missionaries. I talked to a few of our missionaries yesterday, and 
It's amazing to see what God is doing uh, on the mission fields, and it's so exciting to see these mission fields that are opening back up uh, after COVID, and just to see God, I want to tell you, God is not uh, dead, God is not sleeping, uh, God is not uh, nervous, God is not uh, wondering what He's going to do next, God is in control, and I'm so thankful that we serve a great and mighty God. Here's a great song today, it's a good reminder of the way that we're saved, it's not by works of righteousness which we have done but it's according to his mercy he saved us nothing but the blood nothing but the blood of jesus can wash away our sins here's this song hope you enjoy it and after the song we'll get into our bible study in psalm 40 today Searching for 
Amen for that. I'm so thankful for that song. That's a beautiful song. Powerful, powerful song. And I thank the Lord for you being with us today. Thank you for listening and joining us on the Winning Side broadcast. We're in Psalm 40. I think we're going to finish it today. I love this psalm. We started verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord. Uh, not just I waited. I waited while I was complaining and griping and mad and irritated. No, it says I waited patiently for the Lord. Uh, we ought to be patient. By the way, we ought to be patient with people. Uh, but we certainly ought to be patient with the Lord. Don't, don't try to rush God. Don't try to force God. Uh, be still. And uh, by the way, there's a very fine line. You may say, well, fine. I won't, I won't go out and work and I'll just wait for God to drop it in my lap. No, I think we ought to be busy. I think we ought to be working and doing what is right. Uh, the Bible says that faith without works is dead. But I think at the end of the day, we realize that we work and we do all we can, uh, but it is God that gives the increase, right? Uh, Paul said that uh, some uh, plant and some water, but God gives the increase. You got to wait on God. You got to trust Him. And uh, we said, number one, we got to wait. Number two, we said, the working of God. It says that while David was waiting, that God is the one that brought him out of a horrible pit. Notice in verse 2. Uh, out of the miry clay, and he set his feet upon a rock and established his goings. I'm glad that God is working. And friend, don't ever forget that God is at work. Uh, you may not always see it. You may not understand it. Uh, you may not uh, uh, feel like there's anything going on, but God is at work. Uh, the book of Esther, I love to use that example but in the whole book of Esther, you don't find God mentioned. But you can't read that book without seeing the hand of God at work. And God is at work while we are waiting patiently. God is working. But then number three, I want you to see in this passage of Psalm 40, I want you to see the worshiping. You know, sometimes while we're waiting and while we're trying to be patient, we forget to worship God. Uh, we say, well, I'll worship God after God answers my prayer. Oh, no, 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 you missed it. Uh, we don't worship God because He gives us what we pray for. We don't worship God because of the result. We don't worship God because of the outcome. We worship God because of who He is. And by the way, if God never gave you anything, if God never did anything for you, He's still God and He is worthy of our worship because of who he is, not just because of what he does. We see the worshiping. Notice verse 5. David says, Many, O Lord my God, many, I like that word, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts which are to usward. They cannot be reckoned up in order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. David worships God. He talks about the works of God. But then I like this. He talks about the thoughts of God. He says, God, I can't believe you even think about us. I can't believe, God, you even care about us. God, I can't even believe that we are a thought in your mind. And he worships God. Praise the Lord. Look at verse number uh, 16. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. Let such as love thy salvation say continually, the Lord be magnified. Boy, that would be a good thing today just to remind yourself that in our lives, God needs to be magnified. We used to sing that little chorus when I was a teenager. In my life, Lord, be glorified, be glorified, be glorified. In my life, Lord, be glorified today. Uh, we'd sing in my church, 
Lord, be glorified. In my home, uh, be glorified. In my heart, uh, we ought to glorify, we ought to magnify the Lord uh, in our lives. Verse 17, David says, But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh upon me. Thou art my help and my deliverer. Make no tarrying. Oh my God. We see David is waiting. Number two, we see God is working. Number three, we see David is worshiping. But then number four, I want you to see uh, David is witnessing. You say, what are you talking about? David is witnessing. Uh, Isn't that a New Testament term? Oh no. Verse number nine, David says, I have preached righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I have not refrained my lips. O Lord, thou knowest. Verse 10, I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. I have declared thy faithfulness and thy salvation. I have not concealed thy loving kindness and thy truth from the great congregation. Now, I love this. David says, I'm a witness and I can't keep my mouth shut. I've got to preach. I've got to declare. I've got to reveal the goodness of God. I can't hide it. I can't keep it for myself. I've got to let people know God's been so good to me. And friend, I want to tell you, God's been good to us, and I hope we'll let people know. I hope we'll tell people, hey, you you have no idea. God did this for me, and if God did it for me, he can do it for you. You're missing out. If you don't know the Lord as Savior, you're missing out. You're going to miss out on heaven. But if you don't know the Lord as a real and a personal friend, and if you don't have a relationship with him in your daily life, you're missing out on victory. You're missing out on peace and you're missing out on uh, on the joy and the purpose of living. We see David is witnessing. He's sharing it with others. He's preaching it. He's declaring it. And then I see number five. I see in this passage, there's some worrying going on. Boy, are we not so guilty of that. We played that song the other day. Why should I worry? Well, we shouldn't worry, but sometimes we do. Notice what it says in verse number 12. For innumerable evils have compassed me about. That word compassed, it means to surround. Have you ever felt like you were surrounded by trouble? Have you ever felt like you were surrounded like everywhere you turned? Uh, Maybe you were having trouble at home uh, and then you went to work and you had trouble at work and then you came to church and you had trouble at church and then you went to the grocery store. I mean, it just seemed like trouble was following. You ever felt like you've been surrounded by trouble? That's how David felt. He said, mine iniquities have taken hold upon me. He said, uh, God, my, my, my sin has gotten control of me and my sin is, is overwhelming me. And he said, I'm not even able to look up. He said, my heart faileth. He said, I'm just ready to quit. God, I can't continue. Verse 14, he says, let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. He said, God, there's people that are seeking after me. They're trying to destroy my life. Let them be driven backward and put to shame that wish me evil. He said, God, there's people that they want me to fail. They want me to be destroyed. David really shows that he's got some worry. But then I want you to notice verse 13. David says, Lord, I need you to to deliver me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Verse number 17, make no tearing. He says, God, please don't delay. Now, I know we talk about waiting on God and we should wait on God. But here in this case, David says, Lord, I really need you now. But if you don't show up now, he says, God, I will wait on you. 
And I think that's a great approach to life is I think we ought to pray with urgency. I think we ought to pray with passion and pray with fervency and pray because I want God to do something right now. I do. I want to see it happen right now. But if he doesn't, he's still God. And it's okay. You know why? Because I'm going to wait on him. And while I wait, I know that he will work. I hope you'll have a great day. I hope that helps you today. That helped me. And uh, I know you think, well, you know, preachers never have any problems and pastors and, you know, assistant pastors and, 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 and all those people, boy, they got their lives. No, 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 no. We all need it. And this book that I'm, I'm, I'm pointing my iPad, this is the Bible. I got it on this side of my iPad here. But I got my Bible right here on the desk. And I want to say this book right here, uh, it's what we need every day. Uh, whether you're the pastor uh, or whether you've been saved for two days, you and I, we need the Bible and it'll help us if we'll get into it. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Look forward to seeing many of you tonight at our midweek service and our kindergarten graduation service. And we'll be back tomorrow. We're going to start a new psalm tomorrow. And I think it'll be a blessing to you. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.